Welcome to the Pod Bay Door. Greetings, programs. Thank you for turning into the show. This is the Pod Bay Door. You can find us on iTunes podcast at the Pod Bay Door, as well as the Pod Bay Door podcast, uh, our YouTube channel, or try out the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps to download current and past episodes. You can also find us on Stitcher Radio for podcasts, Google Play, and TuneIn. Uh, we'd love you to hit subscribe, like, and download, and look for us on all of your favorite social sites. Uh, uh, your pod crew today is Jamie, Adam, and Sam. Thanks for joining me, guys. What's going on, everybody? Good afternoon. So what is inside the pod bay door? Well, our show is dedicated to providing honest info on the newest tech, movies, games, and, of course, our favorite city. Where the pod bay door is located is in Las Vegas, Nevada. We want everyone to have as much fun as we do and maybe gain some interesting and useful information along the way. So uh, please uh, keep that... uh, Keep all the comments coming to us. We love that. Um, uh, we, we, and and I don't get to do all of them, uh, but folks, I try. I really do. And I choose some, uh, some fun ones. Uh, but first, uh, as we're shooting, and actually Adam just got home uh, from working uh, uh, on the strip, on the strip in, in one of our productions, um, there unfortunately was a, a shooting. And uh, it happened in front of, essentially, uh, the Cosmopolitan. Uh, a person got onto a bus. And it's still active. And it's still yeah. active. We're, it's happening right now as we're filming and recording. Unfortunately, this will come out on Tuesday. But um, uh, just so you know, we're, we're actively having the shooting. Uh, a guy walked into a bus, uh, uh, shot at least one person is dead. Another person apparently has gone to the hospital. And the bus then was cordoned off and barricaded. Uh, and he wouldn't get out. Um, so and prior to that, we had uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday, night, yeah, well, in the wee less hour, than twenty four hours, yeah, in the wee hours of the morning, we had a, uh, a robbery at the Rolex store at the Bellagio Hotel. Uh, shots were fired there, and guys wearing masks, pig masks, yeah, apparently. Pig mask, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, I guess the guy made it out onto the strip, yeah. and where Metro confronted him, okay. and uh, they they fired a shot, which missed the guy and and uh, winged some uh, pedestrian. pedestrian. Yeah. Wow. So that could be an interesting uh, suit for. Well, yeah, uh, Metro. You well, know. gosh, I hope not. I mean, Metro, they, they do their best they can. And, and uh, we're a weird place. Again, I've always said this, uh, but this is not Connecticut. This, <laughs> this is Las Vegas. And um, it's our town. We've been here a long time uh, collectively. And uh, we have a lot of respect for it. And we don't like to see these things happen. But just so you know, actively right now, uh, there's a bar- the, the, the roads from Harmon to Flamingo on Las Vegas Boulevard. If, if closed no, down. Closed down. Yeah. Uh, They've evacuated the uh, casino, as far as I've heard. Yeah, in fact, so. we have another member of our production staff, uh, Van, who's stuck there. He, his car was at the Cosmopolitan, which was locked down, and he's stuck at the Bellagio. So um, uh, good luck, Van. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, Jimmy Jam 345 uh, wrote, um, Congress is wasting our money giving it to NASA. They have done nothing. Um, uh, it seems like all of the questions I choose, I don't agree with. Um, I, 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 a lot I, of things that Congress wastes our money on, but I, yeah, know, NASA? yeah. I mean, I, you know, the, the back in the day, what was it, the sixty dollars hammers and the toilet seats for sure. the army? 
Um, you know, Jimmy Jam, uh, I, I, I have to disagree wholeheartedly. NASA is has is not just space exploration. However, uh, it's 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 where our footprints will go next. Now, should we? I don't know. Um, I, I think that we better, you know, get a hold of ourselves here in our own planet uh, before we... Before we have to have that step to where we need to that's leave. That's right. That's right. Or we'll be the aliens in every movie that is destroying the planet and then go and then suck up the next planet and then the next planet, next right. planet. However, um, starting with, you know, the, the Kennedy administration and beyond, have they done, made some huge strides um, lately in exploration? No. No. Uh, they have been... Um, sort of not stagnant, but they've NASA, been a little handcuffed. They've been handcuffed, uh, money-wise. I mean, yeah. uh, like you said on the last episode, nineteen point five billion is a reduction. Right. Uh, and but our finest minds do tend to end up there, and um, I think they're striving to make our lives better. Well, the technology that comes from space travel, you know, it, it comes down and filters down to our everyday lives. Yeah. You know, I've looked up, you know, a few things that NASA's contributed to. Uh, solar panels and energy, mm -hmm. you know, obviously. Uh, Freeze-dried food, you know, you got to feed them in the space. Uh, memory foam for your beds. Right. Uh, shoe insoles. Yeah. Um, and uh, smoke detectors, mm -hmm. uh, detectors, you know, right. all from, from, you know, space stations and, and just trying to... All that space know, limit all that stuff. Yeah, so, yep. so they have contributed to society in ways that you know maybe you don't really know but no absolutely and and uh um anytime that we can promote science uh, and and learning uh i i believe that i don't necessarily i, I can't tell uh, you know say a department that i would take the money uh, from which you. i would take the money and give it to nasa uh, obviously we have other issues military and otherwise um but um uh, NASA deserves the money, and we deserve the results of their hard work. So I don't see why the military budget and NASA budget can't go into each other, and and you know eventually we're going to need Starfleet. You know, so <laughs> eventually we're going to need an independent right, state so, situation. So make that happen. Yeah. All right. Well, I I think it's because uh, I I think essentially inherently the NASA scientists don't want to. Um, be involved with military aspects of what they do. But unfortunately, you know, that's what they do. What if we um, cut the budget of the president's uh, vacation that he takes oh, every weekend? Man. I don't know. If I, I heard, heard that can save does, some money, does right? Does he have to vote on that? Or, I don't know. Or we can try to save money by switching over to GEICO, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. All right. Uh, missing D&D. I'm assuming it's D&D. D&D. It's Dungeons and Dragons, right? Well, I would think so. I mean, it's not Do Not Disturb. Or designated driver? Well, he's asking about board games, and so yeah, I assume, I'm, assuming. I'm gonna assume it's right. Dungeons and Dragons. I'm missing D and D. Yeah. So do I. I miss D and D. I right. fondly remember that oh, as yeah. a, a grade school and high school. Good times. Um, board games or mobile games? Just as a broad question. I mean, we could do a whole show on that. Yeah. Um, um, depends I, on how social you want to be. Uh, I say board games sure. for a gathering. Bring all your friends together you've ever seen in a while. Have a couple of drinks. Play it's, it through. I'm telling you, it's almost more social. To, to have a board game. Yeah, better. absolutely. I think the mobile absolutely. is more like a lunch break situation. Hey, I'm on lunch. Killing time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm at the dentist, got yeah. wait for a doctor, yeah. you know. Well, uh, mobile games, again, I think promote anonymity. Uh, it, it's, uh, it, like I've said, social networking is not bringing us together. It is, it, it is allowing us to know that there's currently a shooting happening 
in Las Vegas, but uh, it doesn't. It, it is absolutely driving a wedge between our friends and family and colleagues. And um, uh, the 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 day of the handshake, I think, is sadly going to disappear. Um, so my answer to uh, missing D and D is board games. Absolutely. Just like you said, uh, because of the social aspect of sure. it, you know, we now have board games that are like D and D. They're RPGs. Um, we have board games like uh, Carcassonne, uh, which is a um, sort of an adventure kind puzzle, of a puzzle game. Puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a, a one that I enjoy a great deal called Pandemic, which is I'm going to call it new. It's not really new, but it's a new uh, where the group it's of individuals co-op game, co-op game yeah. against the game itself. Right. Uh, which is, uh, I think, promotes immunity there. You know, you really kind of yeah. feel a team, and you're yeah. taking on. This and game. everybody's sitting, yeah. you know, sitting there. You yeah. know, and and there's a new game that I just uh, explored called Code Names, which uh, uh, not only do you have the interactivity of the game itself, but you you learn about your 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 friends, your partners, your wives, your girlfriends, uh, and it's a lot of fun. And you realize you have you really don't know people. You, you, I really, I really enjoy any game that has an, any kind of puzzle aspect to oh, it, or, or kind of yeah. mental stimulation, if you will. Absolutely, uh, I, and that's I, more I, of the board game situations. Um, you know, with uh, with uh, mobile games, obviously everybody's got a cell phone. It's huge, and we'll get into the, uh, later on with uh, microtransactions. Um, but yeah, mobile, yeah, mobile games are huge, and everybody will be yeah. on it. But uh, it, and I don't find, I, you know, they're 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 not fun. I, they're they're, they're just, time killers. Well, That's they're they're what what are they? Button mashers. Button mashers. Yeah, sure. yeah sure. Just it's there. just. Uh, it's it's part of that zombified uh, yeah. mindset that, yeah. that people have now. Is you know, just, and you know, I, I don't I I accept the 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 popularity of like the candy crushes of the world, you know, and and how and and uh, um, Angry Birds and penguins sure. and, and so on. A little so bit on. of a puzzle. Yeah, to but, it, but 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 it's not it, it doesn't. It's not the same. It's not skillful. No, not at all. No, it's it's mindless, mindless thing. But maybe that's the point. Everybody hates their job. And right. they have it's nothing to escape. do it. Yeah, it's yeah, an escape. Sure. Well, I want to touch base on the board games, but give me one second. I'm actually going to tell you what happened with Candy Crush. So <laughs> me, me, me as a dispatcher, right, you know, we work in teams of three. And I remember exactly this one night, we're getting crushed by UFC. We have to uh, grab limos, grab vehicles, send them out to all the VIP guests, quote unquote, you know, get them out to all the properties and try to get everyone loaded. I was the main dispatcher sitting there. Trying to control the board, right? Trying to keep everything that's already on fire, not as burning even more like it already is. Just blowing at it. Right, right. Just slowly, you know, <laughs> putting out the fire. I turn around to look at my two backup uh, co-workers. They're on their phone playing Candy Crush. Nice. And I look at the very back to my supervisor. I'm like, what the hell's going on? She's playing Candy Crush. I'm like... Are you guys so, serious? What, what do they call the the giant uh, bellows, right? Yeah, the bellows. Yeah, they're right? just putting like air into the fire, just making it bigger. They, it, it was a nightmare. I turn, I'm like, really? Everyone's gonna play Candy Crush? That's nice. So I threw my pin to the ground and I walked off. Like, I'm done. And then the supervisor comes out. She's like, "What was that for? Why are you giving so much attitude?" I'm like, "I, I'm doing all the work here. You, all three of you are literally playing Candy Crush because you're sending extra lives to each other." While we have more on the on the table well, going on, well, the business on. is going down. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember very clearly um, 
where cell phones were were absolutely not part of the workplace. Now, I mean, you know, I have to, you know, I, I live and die by my phone. I mean, yeah. I, I take clients and I communicate and, and everything else. And now, cell phone because of that, cell phones are are more accepted sure. in the workplace. But obviously, that's that's a terrible to, thing. To a certain and, point, and, it's yeah. accepted. But I mean, come on. Well, it used to be it used to be somebody would catch it like that. They'd be like, "Bang!" I mean, go go get him, go get at him. Yeah. He's got a cell phone, and you, you're written up or whatever the hell their, yeah. their procedure was. Now, the individual, the supervisory individual, has to make the decision: is he using the phone in for, the proper way? Yeah, or, yeah, you know, and 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 it's it's a it's a it's a ruse most of the time to play Candy Crush. Pretty much. Well, I was gonna say uh, for board games, I think they're amazing. They draw people together, and um, I was talking to Adam today about this. Uh, it's not a board game, but it's more of a card game. But uh, remember the games you used to play where um, someone's an assassin, you got to figure out who it is? Yes. What's it called? Um, oh, gosh. Shogun? Oh, okay. There's there's one that's called Samurai Sword. Um, I was going to say you, you Samurai play, Sword. You play with a bunch of people, yeah. and they all have a different role, but nobody knows who their roles are. Yep. So the part of the game is trying to figure out what everybody else is. See, that game was really fun, but I want to get the new version, which is... Uh, uh, the Batman version right, almost got him where uh, there's, say, you know, five to six players. Mm. We're all dealt a character card and we're told who exactly we are. But within a group, one of us is Batman. We have to figure out who Batman is. And depending on um, what suit you have in your hand or what poker hand you have, that's your special ability skills. So each character, like maybe one character has a pair of aces. That'll be a certain special power move they can pull. But your goal is to figure out who Batman is hiding as yeah. in the whole group. Yeah, it's a poker game okay. with, with cards, but it's actually kind of an interesting game play within the on game. Batman. Yeah, because yeah. so he plays it's the enemies. It's an actual plays. 52 deck. Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. It's interesting. All right. It's worth picking up. Um, yeah, I played the Samurai Sword um, with uh, your group. Yeah, I How? enjoyed it. It's a real quick game, and it's it's a good like kind of party. Yeah. Well, know, plus it's, it's good for first opener. dates. To get to know your date pretty well, right? <laughs> that should be a tester from now on. Board sure. games on your first date sure. to see their sure. patience level. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I've not just Candyland and uh, you know Monopoly anymore. Anyway, Shoots and so. ladder. That's yeah. right. Um, Real men five six one one wrote to us and he said, "Thanks, Pod Bay, for not trying to sell me something." Uh, yes, you're welcome. We're just trying to sell you ourselves. <laughs> um, and I love hearing about the about the fun stuff. And that's absolutely what we're trying to do. We're trying to have fun. Uh, we try to stay positive, but we want to give you the, the, the our truth on the things that we discuss. And then he ends it with no Trump zone. Yes. Now, uh, I will say that we stay away from uh, the political aspect of what's happening in the United States and globally because there are, are far better individuals out there doing it correctly sure. uh, that have the knowledge base for that and the skill set for that. However, I am going, I'm going to do it, Adam. We all have an opinion. So and we do have an opinion. Especially on... Free, freedom of speech. Yeah, Miss America. You know. Pre <laughs> President Trump. Um, it's an interesting situation. Uh, and uh, the, the take that I have on it is that our country voted and the electoral process put him in office. And that's it. Uh, it's like a court case. He was, he was uh, found to be president and now he's president. He and the people that voted for him wanted a shakeup. They did. They didn't want the status quo. Sure. They didn't want uh, our the standard politician, which is what uh, uh, Hillary would have been. Hillary would have been. Uh, and Sir Clinton continued to be so all the way throughout the the uh, election process. 
and that's what he he's given us. He's shaking it up, and the 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 sleepy and I think uh, lazy media uh, was was uh, shaken out of their chairs, and they have now they're just they're, they're diving. They're just now waking up. They're diving on the on uh, on the bandwagon to to either support him or not. Uh, and I, you know, it's exactly what was supposed to happen based on our votes. Our country has been shaken up and it's like this. He, the, the, the wall issue, for example, when you have the, the political rhetoric out there that they're, they're very, saying very clearly, the hellhounds are at the door. And so his response was, well, the hellhounds are at the door. I'm going to build this wall. I'm going to protect this country. Sure. Now, right or wrong, how he approached it, his, you know, his presentation needs work. But uh, right or wrong, that's that's what he did. And see, the problem is, is that the other side of the aisle, they said they had the same argument. The hellhounds are at the door. Hey, why don't we balance the budget? And see, that's where the dichotomy runs. It 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 is. It, you know, there, there's there's just no comparison. So the other side of the <coughs> aisle wants to deal with the budget Bless and wants to deal with the with the health care. And, uh, you know, and he's building the wall now on the other side of it. The Kennedy administration made some mistakes Kennedy happens to be one of my favorite presidents. Um, did he make mistakes? Yes. Did he have affairs? Absolutely. Was there the Internet and connectivity and everything else? Absolutely that, not. That we had now. Did he have an administration that protected him to the end? Yes. However, he made mistakes. And, and, you know, it, it, that's the way it was. But his, his staff and, and the people that he picked to support him did so. They supported him. And, they, and you know, the, the, he, he had wonderful people. Unfortunately, I don't think uh, President Trump has wonderful people. I, th- I think that... So, I'm sorry, just go being ahead. devil's advocate here, yeah. do you think that Trump needs time to get through that stage where, you know, everything is... Well, I, I, I certainly think, you know, the first hundred days, I think that's more of a, a you know, a, a media benchmark. Out. Yeah. You know, I mean, a hundred days, uh, you know, there's just, I mean, we, we've, this podcast is barely a hundred, you know, moving on a hundred days, sure. you know, but uh, no, absolutely. However, I, you know, the, what he's allowed is, and it may be a root, it may be a, a, a play. I don't know what his play is because he's a businessman first, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, he's not the president first. He's a businessman first. And I think there is a play involved. Now, and, and, the, and he may be sleight of hand. He may be letting, uh, he, he may be letting this Russian uh, and uh, the, the, all of the covert ops situations that he's involved in, he may have purposely let that happen. Like an ace in the hole? Yeah, so, he, so he can deal with a, a, an agenda that, that he doesn't want to share with us yet. Um, I, don't but, know, I don't know if he really could pull a Commissioner Gordon from the Dark Knight, you know, playing close <laughs> to the vest, quote unquote. I don't think he can really pull it off. Well, until he shows his, his tax returns, we won't know. Right. And that's perhaps Michelle Meadows. But, I mean, she she had them. She had like one page from like 2005. Excuse yeah. me, sir. It was two pages. Oh, Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, Pence. Pence is the classic VP. Uh, you know, he's it's ineffectual and just he's, kind of a uh, stone face. He's a, he's a I, statue. I feel like he's, he's a, a cardboard cutout. Like he's just the, the generic well, guy that comes so, out. Yeah, but unfortunately, the minute you become VP, you become that cardboard cutout. Everybody was. I mean, we had some great VPs. Uh, Al Gore was as stiff as a board. Mm. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, and and, and he, he he was quite. 
quite a wonderful VP and almost president. I thought Joe Biden was a pretty cool VP, you know? Yeah, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe said, seems like a cool person. I, I, I don't like, know I if he actually like he was did partying, anything. You know? like he, was, he was partying a little more, you know? Like the, hey, well, yeah, Joe's the, the cool kind guy. of guy. He, he struck me as the kind of guy that you go have a beer with, um, but you don't take <laughs> right. him to China, you know, to, to negotiate, you know? No, he, the he's the, he's more politics. like the, the, Van of the group, if he was, he's the mm-hmm. good with people and he's kind of mm-hmm. like the charismatic kind of, mm-hmm. you know. I guess to balance out, because like Obama's like the straightforward, we're gonna get this done, and Joe Biden's the sugarcoat guy's like, hey, how you guys doing today? You ready to party? <laughs> yeah, let's get those votes down. You know, and then and then and the the I'll leave it with this. Unfortunately, he's got he's got uh, Spicer, uh, the secretary. Uh, um, I'm mean, sorry, the, the press secretary. Um, and he, all he does is, is just, just make a fool of like you said, he, he's literally the political bellows yeah. fanning the fire so, and, and they, they make outlandish statements. However, yes, I think it is still too soon to, to really make an informed decision. To, yeah. to be fair for Spicer, I, I do kind of feel bad for the guy cause he has to like oh, yeah. stand there and stick to his guns and it doesn't help that now when I see him, I think of, uh, is it Melissa McCarthy? Well, she did the SNL skit. Like she, oh, okay. she did. I haven't seen per- that one She yet, did yeah. it perfect, bro. You have to look it up yeah, in the video. Yeah. Like no, she it's did. ridiculous. I saw. Yeah, yeah he, you know, uh, to to coin a term that we use here in Vegas or everywhere, he, he got he he's bluffing with a pair of twos. Uh-huh. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and he knows he's bluffing too, yeah, right? Yeah, and so. he knows it, and yeah. and the and the press knows it, and oh god, it, it's just a it's a debacle. I just I just have one one thing to add. Um, I kind of I think it's a nice wake up call for the media itself. Because now they're actually doing research. Now they're actually like... They have to cause, fact check. Because like there's actual journalists now <laughs> that aren't used to this. I'm like, well, that's a gift for being lazy. You have to do it old school. You're supposed to do this from the beginning, which is fact check everything. Mm-hmm. That's your job to Just throw it up on the blog. Yeah. Right. See, there are some positive things happening. That, I, I think that... That's that, what I thought. That, right. that tr- Trump took the back of the press's chair and shook it really hard. Right. And they, and they were like, oh, shit. You right. know, we're going to have to actually report. Especially the millennial... Uh, the millennial reporters, I, I'm sure, like they almost felt a chair. They're like, "Oh wait, wait, wait! I have to re- research. What, what is this research? Yeah. What do you mean?" Well, hopefully, they just jump on the internet and whatever's on the internet is true, right? <laughs> yeah, and what? And uh, yes, of course. Uh, hopefully, that this will, this will, the, the actual reporting happening will drive out the citizen journalists that sure. we have. Sure. Claiming everything. Okay, hey, guys. Now, and uh, sorry, one no, more no, thing. Wait, uh, yeah. You know, anybody can be president now. That's what Trump has proved. So. Yes. So there you go. Are you, are you running, Adam? Are we going to run as a team? 2020, is that what it is? Sure. All, okay. all three of us, right? we got to win uh, against Kanye, <laughs> no, no. though. No, no. No president for me. No, <laughs> you guys. DP, sir? You guys run? No, no. How about designated survivor? No. Oh, that's a terrible show. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It's not terrible. No, it's pretty bad. It's it's uh, Jack Bauer finally president. That's how I feel about nah, the show. It's, no, it's Jack. No, it's not Jack Bauer. He's kind of a wuss. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's it's Jack Jack Bauer, the junior, the, the, light. the retired years. Yeah, no. Oh, it's terrible. Um, all right. Well, Adam, it's time. It's time for your spotlight. Ooh, ooh. Everybody, uh, uh, the new section, of course, at the top of the show. Uh, here is Adam with uh, Nerd Alert. Nerd, nerd, nerd. All right. So first one, uh, we wanted to get a recap back onto Power Rangers because uh, Sam and I actually went outside <laughs> last night. Oh, sorry, what? folks. That's Sam, me. Sam, you, you didn't like it, Sam? You didn't like it? Go ahead, go ahead, sir. Let me take the lead on this dance. All right. Well, we'll just say that uh, my expectations were pretty low going into this movie because you know Michael Bay has you know ruined my childhood. Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> all the new Disney remakes—they're all terrible. <laughs> so going into this movie, I had no expectations it was going to be good, um, and it kind of proved that. Real early on, uh, terrible writing, 
Um, not good casting. Oh, um, wait. Quick question. Uh, is this spoiler zone or no spoilers? Because I'm about to drop some bombs. Well, well let's, let's keep it fairly spoiler-free, fairly? I suppose. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah so we'll, we'll, we'll do a spoiler alert to go along right. with the nerd alert. So right. there you exactly. go, folks. Turn it off let's if you need to. Al- alarm or something <laughs> going on. Do you want to let them know how long we waited for the, uh, for the goods? <sighs> All right. So basically this movie was, um, was it Breakfast Club? Breakfast right. Club. Two, two hours of teen angst, angst, drama angst. Yep. And then finally, after two hours, they morph, and you get about 20 minutes of fight, which was actually pretty good. I want to give a shout-out to my friend Jose. I'm sorry that we're destroying your dreams. I know you enjoyed the movie last night. I'm sorry, but you were in goggles. Yeah, the the nostalgia uh, glasses were like, was was pretty hardcore there. (laughs) Uh, Well, Jose needs to work on some better dreams to begin (laughs) with, but okay. (laughs) Uh, And then also, they they had a tie-in with Krispy Kreme. Yes. And uh, and Krispy Kreme is putting out these Power a f- Rangers a fine donuts. Donut. A fine donut. A fine donut, donut <laughs> yes. Um, and they must have had, um, they must have said Krispy Kreme in the movie probably 20 or 30 times. I think um, you could probably turn into a drinking game and be right. drunk. How many <laughs> times did you say, Krispy Kreme, yeah, Krispy Kreme, take a drink. Yeah. yeah you'd be lost. Um, they actually did a, they cut to, um, what's her name? Elizabeth Rita Repulsa, Elizabeth Banks. Thank yes. you. And she's sitting in in the Krispy Kreme, yeah. taking a bite of a donut. Yeah, like, they, like, they dedicated a whole scene to random, like well, sitting there eating donuts. Okay. Well, I mean, she was great. She was yeah. actually probably the the better um, oh, the whole actor or actress yeah. in that movie. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, she brought a little bit of crazy to it, um, which which yeah. I thought was was good for the character. You know, she has married yeah. and, and has children, but I'll I'll watch Rita Krispy yeah. Kreme. Yeah, right. this wasn't bad. Um, and I gotta say, it was a lot like Transformers. You know, yeah. it was very. Very heavy but on the CGI. Someone say Transformer was even better though, because Transformer actually had affordable I mean, CGI that was believable. This one, I'm sorry guys, but you're trying to look for the old school Megazord. It wasn't there, not at all. Yeah, some of the Zords were not like. I guess they were visually confusing. Yeah, they didn't uh, explain what they are. Yeah. yeah, they didn't really say what they were. Like I knew what they were because I watched the show, but but technically know, we, really know, we didn't know what the the weird. Black Zord was. The mm-hmm. Black Zord had like six legs. Yeah, and then. The blue zord had, I think, about six legs too. The only thing we could tell was that there was a T Rex and there was a pterodactyl. That's right. They didn't really show the other ones the very much. The saber tooth didn't really look like a saber tooth at all. It's a morphopologic <laughs> type of look. Clearly, just... I don't know Power Rangers like <laughs> you guys do. I, I, you know, I'm a Voltron guy. Oh, oh nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the Voltron, sorry, the Voltron uh, Netflix series is actually pretty good. I've it's, heard that. It's way more decent than okay. this. Thing called Power Ranger. This thing called and oh, poor Michael Bay didn't ruin your childhood. Well, he ruined a perfectly good movie, though. A couple of them. You know, it, it could be. You, the, it could it, be the the the, uh, the production company. Who knows? Are, are you sure it's not because Mark Wahlberg's a scientist? Because he's he's a believable scientist. You know, oh, yeah. in uh, Transformers <laughs> Three, you know, he was a yeah, great uh, scientist. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the Thor commercial where he's saying like like I'm smarter than you because all my muscles are or brains are muscle brain, and I got yeah. like all the muscles right so, right. so I'm smarter right. than you right so. well one last thing about the Power Rangers that, that actually the only thing I I had not seen it but so thanks for cluing me in guys um, uh, wait for DVD wait for DVD uh, they uh, the the Power Ranger cast I, I believe all the Rangers themselves were uh, I saw them recently on um, the YouTube sensation that is Dude Perfect. 
uh, do perfect. It, they do uh, they do all different types of stunts, and they they started off throwing basketballs off off roofs of buildings and, right. and sinking it. Um, they have a, they're, they're a wonderful set of guys. Uh, we'd love to have you here in Las Vegas. I don't know. They're they're very strict about where they go mm-hmm. and and how positive their message is. Uh, but I promise you, we can show you a great Las Vegas. But the Power Ranger cast was with Do Perfect doing all these types of things. So it clearly is a marketing machine, you know, with the Krispy Kreme. They've and, definitely uh, tried. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that they're trying to shoot for six, uh, I don't see it happening anytime soon to make six <laughs> movies out of this. We shall see. All right, so second up on the Nerd Alert um, just came out, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, one of my favorite series, uh, the first three anyway. Um, really good. Bioware made them um, for PlayStation and Xbox eventually. Um, but the new one came out, Andromeda, and it's kind of fallen short. Um, some technical difficulties with this game. I feel like they... Tell me this is not true. Uh, this man, is true, it's, bro. It's not yeah. good. Uh, it looked like they brought in like a whole new team because this game has some some very glaring um, animation and, and technical errors. What about the mouth movement? Um, yeah, it, like, yeah. Seriously, it looks like a Godzilla movie. Sometimes oh, it's no. really weird and bad. Sometimes the walk cycles are weird. It's just... No, you're, like, you're PS4. PS4. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, I'm only a few hours in. I'll give it that. So maybe, maybe it'll get better. But right okay. now, I'm just not really impressed. And, and w- uh, maybe don't know this. Uh, how many Mass Effects are there? What is, is this Mass Effect? This will be four. So this Mass Effect four? Yes. Okay. This is a reboot? A whole new story? This, all right. So in the first three, they followed one character. Yeah. And in this kind of a, it's taking place in the same timeline, but new story. Okay. New main character. Um, so obviously, it seems like they've brought in a new crew okay. to make this game, and I don't know—it's not living up to the hype. So, uh, so I—I I feel like I can—I feel like I can describe uh, the symptoms of this game. So it's being developed by millennials, which were too busy on their cell phone playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And didn't pay attention to the details, <laughs> and they're just like, "Here, release it. It's cool." Yeah, just put it out. It, it feels like an incomplete game, like we were talking earlier. A lot of a lot of the oh, games now—they they feel me. like so, like <laughs> almost like open source. Yeah. Wow, okay. Um, it's interesting. I'll, and it's, I'll and give it's it a few uh, more hours and then give you a, 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 an update on that. Now, I asked you this uh, in the pre-interview. The, the uh, um, uh, Mass Effect is, is generally speaking, it's an, an adventure. It's a, it's a space action RPG. Space action RPG. Yeah, very similar to like a Dragon Age or okay. something similar to that. All right. yeah. Well, so far, some of the good releases so far this year was uh, definitely Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy was great. Um, I should have picked Visually up um, stunning. Horizon Zero Dawn. PlayStation 4 exclusive. I heard mm. that one's really good. Now, Mass Effect is uh, is that an online? Is that strictly online? No, they have a, a single player mission, and they do have a multiplayer. And you were so playing? I was playing single player. Single player. Yeah. And that one, that one had troubles too, or troubles. That's what you troubles, saw. Troubles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. Because Mass Effect is good for good, good storyline, kind of mm-hmm. like um, the group Naughty yeah. Dog. Yeah, for sure. For the Uncharted series or Last of Us. They're known for their compelling storytelling, and that's why we as gamers play these games. Did like, you just uh, finish that, by the way, The yeah. Last of Us? I finally got around to playing Last of oh Us, God. and the, the story of- is so compelling. Um, you're playing this older character who's trying to escort a girl uh, across the country mm-hmm. to get to f- this group called Fireflies. But anyways, um, the whole time you're, you're on edge because you're like, you only have so many amount of supplies. It's a post-apocalyptic yeah. uh not zombie, but similar to that. Yeah, uh, it's more, uh, so. deal with spores and like the uh, the infection of the spores and create like mushroom fungus type heads. I guess there's a type of fungus that will um, the spores will release and it'll actually get into like mammals' brains and it'll yeah. try it, it like 
um, mutate dumbs them. them down, you know, and it kind of takes control of them. Yeah, so it's actually a real a thing. similar play on that one. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's, game, the concept's story. good. Okay, but the uh, the thing that uh, sold me the most in the game itself was um, you actually have to grab items throughout the game, right? So you collect uh, alcohol bottle, uh, bandages. You have to make a first aid kit, but there's only so much. And then you come across a gun, you only have six bullets, so right. use them wisely. Oh yeah. I, like, this is the first game I was playing where I found myself throwing bricks and bottles to draw attention yeah. and then flank to the side. You're like, I can't just waste the bullets in this game. So, <laughs> so still, though, another game where, where our society has gone to hell in a handbasket. In, in that we have to just, kill yeah. everything? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. It can't um, all be, uh, you know, Mario and Zelda. And that's right. Can't all be Candy Crush, you know, yeah, popping candy, candy all the yeah. time. Well, <laughs> our, our, you know, I mean, look at our, our previous guest, Julia Shoup. You know, the, she went right to... Right uh, to the dark That's right, right. To area. The, she likes the darkness. I that's like right. to call it right to the good stuff. <laughs> that's right. All right, lastly on an alert, um, Iron Fist and the Netflix uh, Marvel relationship. Um, you know, I've been a big fan so far of uh, the Netflix series. Um, Iron Fist is getting terrible reviews, though. Yeah. Um, I know Sam has seen it, and I have read about it. Um, and it's apparently uh, I, uh, for a kung fu show, it doesn't know to, what it's doing to with be the fight fair, scenes. I banged out the whole season in about a day and a half fully. Um, just How many trying episodes? To watch it out. Uh, I think it was 10 or 13 episodes. Um, for me... I really did my best to enjoy the show itself. I felt just like the Power Rangers. Um, this show fell short due to lazy writing and bad editing. Like some of his fight scenes didn't choreograph too well. It didn't look smooth. It got choppy. So kind of like um, can't best quite way to see like a Jason Bourne. Yeah, yeah. The best way to explain it, the fight scene felt choppy. Kind of like uh, Black Widow from Iron Man Two when she was fighting in the hallway. And certain scenes they edited together and chopped up. That's how it felt. Uh, the good part was um, when he was actually able to use his powers, it was kind of cool. You know, it took about uh, about two episodes to get to see his powers mm -hmm. finally. I understand it was a character buildup. So, you know, I gave it gave it that. Um, it's time to yeah, develop, time, right? Which, yeah. is, which is okay. But everyone kept flip-flopping. And for me, uh, the saving grace of the show was uh, the cameo from one character that's been in every series. Of the Marvel Netflix series so far. Rosario Dawson? Yeah. Okay. She saved the show big that's time. That's the only reason I watched it. Right? Uh, Man, that's some good eye candy. Plus her character is very sassy. I, I like you. I believe she's single. Oh, oh. I checked. She's dating, I think she's dating that guy, a comedy guy, Eric I, Andre. I don't care. Yeah, don't, don't, don't <laughs> okay, go there, Sam. Don't okay, sorry, there. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> she's single, she's single. That's right. Elizabeth Banks doesn't have any children. Rosario's nope, single. Nope. You know, come on. <laughs> so one last thing there on uh, Iron Fist. They're setting up for the Defenders. Um, yes. They have uh, a Punisher series coming out. Uh, comes out uh, in September, supposedly right now on IMDb. Which, set date. which I love the Punisher in Daredevil season two was awesome. So looking forward to oh, that. A cool uh, tidbit about Punisher: hmm. it's being written, produced by the guys that also did Hannibal. Okay, so the TV know, show. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be dark and bloody, great, and artistic, which yeah. is I'm down for. Looking forward to that, and hopefully the Defenders can really capitalize on you know some of the better characters as a team. So. Oh, I thought all the I like Punisher too. I thought all the Punishers. Right. Well, obviously, Dolph, Dolph, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dolph Lundgren, hysterical. He was great. Um, 
Gotta love Ray, Ray, Ray Stevenson. I even like that one. Ray that Stevenson, was, I enjoyed that. That was brutal. brutal. Yeah. Well, brutal back then. Now it's not, now it, the, now it it's happens on Grey's Anatomy. It looks that but, okay. but I mean, his character punched a dude straight in the like his head like exploded. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's and amazing. Then, and then they then they then they came down to Thomas Jane and he ruined it. So uh, you know, I can't hate on that one too much. Uh, yeah. I uh, no, the, the I think the plot would have been fine, but I don't, you didn't like Thomas Jane. No, because he's not. Um, he's not built for it. You know, Dolph's huge. Ray's huge. Sure. You know, and then Thomas Jane. Well, <laughs> what, what happened there? How'd you feel about the uh, Johnny Cash character on Thomas Jane's Punisher, the guitar playing bad guy? I was like, yeah. oh, far stretch. Cliche, but, uh, you, know, like, right. <laughs> you know what? I didn't know that that was Kevin Nash, the Bond. Oh, yeah. The guy. Russian guy. Yeah, the Russian guy. Yeah. I was like, what? That's Kevin That's, Nash. Uh, Kevin Nash, also yep. from Magic Mike. And also from John Wick. John from Wick. Uh, Ninja Turtles 2. He was, was Shredder. Really? Kevin Nash? Yeah, that was Kevin Nash. Really? He was like I all buffed up Shredder. That he's was Kevin dude. Nash. He's not, he's not a young man. He's a big dude. He's not a young man. That would have been a good cable. <laughs> Meh, not bad. Yeah. We'll get to that later on, cable and Deadpool 2. Well, thanks, Adam. Everybody, that was the nerd alert. Thank you very much, Adam. All right. um, uh, Las Vegas 3. we got some interesting ones, uh, some coming back um, uh, full circle. Um, for those of you that love to hear about football, uh, and the Raiders. The Raiders' path to Las Vegas apparently is clear. Yeah, looks. The owners vote uh, tomorrow morning. They're supposed um, to get a majority yeses, as from what I hear. Yeah, that's what you heard, and I heard uh, another rumor that there's going to be a whole lot of silent uh, balloting, and then a lot of that's going to be no, but nobody's going to talk to each other. I don't know, but uh, they. Uh, now, to my chagrin and to many Raider fans, I think they are going to come here. It's getting close to approval. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, uh, I, I will go and uh, watch I hockey. Guess, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess on, yeah. the only game Jimmy will go to is probably the one when he played the Cowboys or the Bucks. Well, show well, me. I'll, I'll yeah. go to. The, I mean, he's a Raiders fan. He might. Actually I'm a Raiders fan. Always have been. Uh, oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Okay. I have to quit this podcast now. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know you're a Raiders fan. Well, I, I know who you're a fan of. So <laughs> the, you have our sympathies. Thank you. Hey, mm-hmm. I want to point out though. At least Adam had a great year as a Cowboys fan. He had, sure. a, he had sure, an outstanding year. Yeah. Which, which, funny enough, uh, I think it's going to be a better year this year. So. Oh yeah, especially since you got rid of Sanchez. Finally, <laughs> where did he go again? Uh, uh, the, the Bears? Bears. Yeah, he went to the Bears. Oh, which is great because my brother's a Bears fan. So I, thanks for taking him. Wow. Anyway, Sam, Sam's, a, Sam's a Bucks fan. And I'm proud of it, folks. Yeah, I'm yeah. proud of it. I'm you guys sorry. Guys, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. 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 Well, you're, yeah. Sam's a Bucks fan. You're you're the other one. Yeah. yeah. The Browns getting one at all for quarterback this year? Uh, yeah, they picked up uh, uh, the guy from the Texans, Osweiler. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So there'll be two and something. Sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. So I'm not going to belabor the Raider uh, thing. Well, no Monday. So um, uh, good well, luck to the week, I guess. Good luck to the Raiders, regardless. Um, I I just their team's on the up and up, man. Yeah, it, it is. seems it like is. a bad time to leave. It is, and yeah. and I, my my hope is that through all the hoopla and uh, and and certainly to get this subject off the table, that it brings uh, wonderful opportunities for jobs. Uh, in Las Vegas sure. because uh, mm-hmm. Las Vegas needs uh, still needs healing and um, uh, I think that'll be a, an excellent way to do that. Um, as a Raider fan, I'm not thrilled, but <laughs> uh, we need to move on. Uh, the Raiders and and Mayweather and McGregor and that whole thing, we need to move on. I was going to say, would that help Vegas heal, seeing uh, McGregor and, and Mayweather, uh, Mayweather fight? Would that done, heal Vegas? No, no, no. I, you know, I, I, I don't think it's going to... 
No, I think it's a an absolutely irrelevant fight. Definitely. But I know, Joe, I know Joe, Rogan, Joe Rogan, if he, if he comes across this somehow, uh, he's going to call he's gonna me and say, you're, you're, you're crazy. But um, I, I really do. I don't well, think... Irrelevant I, doesn't make $100 million, so... Well, but they're, they're, you know, win or lose, they're making the money, you know, and, and they're, they're not providing jobs. They're, they're, the jobs are already there. No, it, it, no, it doesn't help us. The Raiders might help us. Raiders, uh, stadium building and, and um, staffing and, 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 you know, a new staff for the Raiders. They're going to build a whole new situation here. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully Mr. Uh, Mr. Davis uh, uh, has the courage of his convictions. And does all the right things. Well, I'm sure the readers will bring in a lot more business for us, especially for the, uh, you know, law firms and lawyers and attorneys and, you know, the, right. what are you the saying, other Sam? side. Right. Huh? Oh, nothing, nothing. Huh? Good, <laughs> I'm saying, you know, we're, we'll be we're having ready, a lot of business. Uh, we're ready for those fans. All right. <laughs> well, the second thing is uh, in uh, the Las Vegas 3 this time is um, uh, called the Adobe Summit. It's the world's largest marketing um, conference. Uh, but what it, um, and they have welcomed, um, someone who has uh, a giant recognizability now, uh, Mr. Ryan Gosling. And the reason I brought this up is that, that people love to hear about Ryan Gosling, and uh, I want to put it on our metadata. And if you don't remember, <laughs> he was young Hercules. He yes, was, yes, he was young Hercules, my friend. Good callback, good callback. Young Hercules. I'm sure, I'm sure he regrets that. <laughs> and now he's dancing uh, in La La Land. Yeah, so. La La Land. Yeah, but, Should have um, been best picture. Ryan Gosling uh, is is uh, a wave of what's happening in Vegas now. Uh, we have some fantastic conferences, one of which uh, we've all had exposure to is CinemaCon, where they bring all of the celebrities uh, from the yes. movies and they sort of hawk their wares and they talk about all the movies coming and, and, and all the, like, uh, uh, Real D, the 3D service that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's a wonderful time for us here because we get to see what's happening, you know, a little taste of what's going to happen, sort of like Comic-Con, but in a different way. Do you know CinemaCon's original name? What did it change it? Oh, yeah. It Do was, you remember? Um, um, Vegas, And that was different. Nope. No, uh, Cine Vegas. No, it was... Uh, I'm ready to drop some knowledge on you guys whenever you're ready. No, go ahead and drop it. I'm too tired. Show West. Show, show West. That's it right. was Show West. And there was a Show East as well. Yes. Right? Yeah. But um, uh, uh, there, there's a new wave of the conferences booking huge celebrities. Because the celebrities also like to come to Las Vegas. Some don't. Um, I know there's a few that don't. Uh, but, I mean, the Robert De Niro's and this Tribeca Film Festival. And, and uh, it's just something that happens here in Las Vegas that maybe a lot of people don't know. Uh, the, the celebrities come here for, for reasons other than gambling and, and you know, and, and uh, g- getting some relaxation if it's possible. Um, so, you know, TMZ, stay away. You know, we want to see the people come and enjoy these conferences and everything else. But uh, uh, it's, uh, it's really it's sort of interesting. And, a lot of and the clubs, too, will promote cool. by bringing oh, yeah. in celebrities yeah. For, oh, yeah. for birthdays or parties and events and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. and, and post-fight. I'm, sure. I'm sure Connor and Floyd are going to be in their respective clubs. And, of course. Yeah, but uh, uh, it's, uh, it's another great part about Vegas is that we, we're not L.A. We, you don't have to deal with the L.A. silliness. You get to actually you know, see the people that you're, you watch. And if you're starstruck, you can really be starstruck here for sure. Definitely. Absolutely. But a cool tidbit was, uh, you were mentioning Cinda Vegas. That was actually ran by uh, Dennis Hopper's, Hopper before mm-hmm. he passed. Sure. But, uh, Adam yeah. was yeah. mentioning that. It was yeah. held at Brand Theaters every year. It was one of the coolest events ever that I remembered. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was uh, exposure of indie filmmakers 
everyone just on the same playing field meeting up, uh, showing their movies, mm-hmm. getting award for the best indie film of the night. And the reason I remember Cine Vegas so well is because uh, my first night working the event, it was the first time ever, um, you know, I was a big Smallville fan at the time, and Michael Rosenbaum came through. Nice. And everyone's like, oh, my God, that's an Alex Luthor. I'm like, no, no, bro, that's Lex Luthor and The Flash from Justice League. And he was amazed that I knew his voice acting <laughs> nice. talent. Okay. And the, got the a, animated Justice League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the animated Justice League. I actually got a high five out of it. Nice. I was like, yes, score. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had a lot, a lot of good uh, premieres at, uh, at CinemaCon. Yeah, uh, CineVegas, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, and the the, uh, the lastly for Las Vegas three, um, the Las Vegas welcome sign, which we've talked about before, is going to be ceremonially <laughs> turned blue yes. uh, for cancer awareness, and technically it's colorectal cancer cancer awareness, uh, but it's going to be turned blue, which is the first time ever. Um, Adam asked me earlier, uh, apparently they're going to turn the bulbs that are inside the sign blue, so the whole thing will glow blue uh, for a couple of days, and um, it uh, uh, it will be a very interesting time uh, to, to figure that out. Um, but uh, uh, an insider tip of Las Vegas, we're going to sort of include this on the, on the tail end of Las Vegas 3, Insider tip, or actually, uh, uh, pun, no pun intended again, but uh, the tipping issue. We've all dealt with that. Uh, as we've spoken in the past, Adam used to be a, lot a dealer. Of industry goers here yeah, in Vegas. Uh, so. Yeah, I, w- I was a concierge, and, and uh, uh, Sam was a dispatcher with the limousine service. And um, firstly, what does it mean? Uh, well, tip uh, has a very interesting uh, background. There was, um, in the 1800s, something called the Thieves' Cant, or Cantor, or Kant, and it was also called the Rogue's Cant, and it was a, um, a language spoken by thieves uh, uh, between each other. So they couldn't... Like a piglet. Exactly. Yeah. It, was, it was sort of a code. Well, tip was used, and it meant to give or to share. Now, fast forward uh, several hundred years and uh, we we now we love to say it means to improve performance but I, I think that's uh, not quite right nope. um, but uh, now tipping uh, tipping procedures when you come to Vegas Adam as a dealer what's the procedure you're playing you're playing blackjack you, you throw him a blackjack and he and he wins you, or, or he doubles <laughs> and, he, and he hits two so what do you do Tipping is, is a little strange, uh, playing blackjack, because, you know, some people do, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times I would give people blackjacks and, you know, you pay them three to two. Mm-hmm. They would throw the dealer that little extra bonus money. Yep. Right. Um, protocol. Which is nice. Um, the, the protocol now, you know, if you're going to bet for the dealer, mm-hmm. um, put it out as a bet. Don't just give it to them. Right. Um, the dealer likes their chance to double up their money. Okay. Yeah. You know, same as you. Right. So if you win, they win. That's that was that was my thing, you know. I want to see you win because then you're gonna. Because then I'm gonna, then gonna win gonna too. Tip you more. Exactly. Maybe. Maybe Teamwork. it's the opportunity to be tipped. You know, if yes. you win, then I win. Um, a lot of times that didn't happen. Um, <sighs> people are still a little ignorant a, when a it lot comes to <laughs> to the tipping rules. You right. Know? And this uh, is the same person it, that's rude to the cocktail waitress for not getting sure. his drink. There you go. See the cocktail waitress. You throw them a five right away. They're gonna Boom. be around like every two seconds, you know? which is rare nowadays. Yeah. That's they're 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 restricting. Oh yeah, which hotel was it that's weighing out the drinks now? One of the uh, hotels. They're talking about sure. that in the news. I didn't hear about that. Mm. Um, I 
don't quote me on it, but I think it was like MGM related hotels where they're actually weighing out the drinks now. Mm. And there's um at the slot machines, there's this uh red light, green light situation on the back end where the bartender sees if okay. you're playing green light, you get a drink. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, they see how much red. you're playing, how yeah. often you're it's playing. Like when you when you fly to Cabo, yeah. have you have either you been to Cabo? No. Uh, or Mexico in general. Uh, it's the funniest thing. You land, you go through their their little <clears throat> half ass customs and um, and then you you go up to and push a button. Okay. And when you push a button, it says red or green. If it's green, you go, and you're you're in the country. If it's red, you got to go to their back little to screening room. Yeah, back to the room and everything. It's hysterical. <laughs> really? So, yeah. I did yeah. not know that. That's oh, a cool yeah. tidbit. Oh yeah. But uh, talking about tipping, I've seen a few times where it epically failed. Like um, the slot host, you don't have to tip them, but out of courtesy, they do get tipped. So there are times where players hit like you know a couple thousand dollars. And they they tip her with a thank you, you know the good old All the time. thank you so much. Same thing with, so the, great. with the uh, the cage people. You oh. know, you get a big jackpot. You go to the cage Ooh, to catch your chips. Yeah, throw them a tip. Yeah, and it's you know, folks, if if you're not used to Vegas, you know, it can be in, intimidating, uh, and I understand that. But it's also a good luck thing. I mean, it's uh, sure. you know, you don't karma. Oh, you you know? don't need to over tip. Yeah. You don't no, need you to know, you know, a good five, a yeah. good five or a ten. Hey, you if, know, you, if you're valet, a buck or two a car, you're yes. gonna be happy as hell. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and and cut out a couple of bucks for a you know a request of your concierge, and and right. if he does something really big for you, or really re- nails some tickets for you, then take care yeah, of them. I mean, yeah, because they are doing, they are working doing hard. Some work. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And surprisingly, some of them will take Starbucks. You know, uh, like people won't say no to Starbucks. You know what I mean? They Especially love Starbucks. The, the, uh, the industry people, because they're. Oh, yeah, they're desperately trying to stay away. Oh, exactly. yeah, that is yeah. true. That's true. So uh, if you come to Vegas, tip, nice. for God's sake. Tipping is not a city in China. That's just, right. just that's right. <laughs> Well, there's a couple of tech things going on right now, um, one of which I knew about, but I didn't realize how prevalent it was in the gaming world. Gaming, I mean, uh, by video games. Uh, by the way, do they still call it video games? Yes. Okay. As opposed to? As opposed to s- some other moniker that I don't know about okay. being as old as I am. As opposed to like zombie games where you just slide into yourself. No, I, no I, meant, I meant, do they call it digital content game? Do they, I mean. Uh, I got you. Is there a new you. verbiage? Yeah. Is it, yeah there's uh, no, the, the only verbiage is buying a digital copy. That's about it. Okay. Because, I mean, right. you can still get it from a brick and mortar store yeah. where you buy it hands on. Or you can just buy digital content itself. Oh, you need to download but, it right okay. but it gets tricky because you buy digital content and it's corrupted. Right. You actually have to call whatever network it is. So it's yeah. like PlayStation or Xbox, you have to call them to actually get the uh, code to re-download, to re-download the game. Yeah, and that's a and fun, it's, it's fun actually call, some huh? of these new games are, are you know pretty uh, hefty. So, yeah. you know, mine was a version 1 PS4 and it's only got 500 gigs. Yeah. That's maybe 10 games. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If you've downloaded them. Yeah. Like system. pretty much for like and, and P- PS4 and Xbox One, you have to buy an external hard drive for sure. these. Or replace the one that's in it right. yeah. um, as soon as you buy it. Right. Um, you know, they're coming out with like, I think the PS4 Pro now has a one terabyte drive. Well, which, which is, yeah, with as thick as these nice, games but, are, absolutely. But yeah, those, you know, those games are pretty thick now. So. Yeah, but the, the, the issue that has arisen, uh, and it's really, I think, uh, offending uh, gamers and, and the fathers of gamers <laughs> who are buying the games, uh, it's the microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Now, specifically, I, I, uh, I caught a hold of this information. Uh, microtransactions are, that are built within a full-price game. Now, let me see if I understand this right, and you guys will correct me. Okay. You buy a $65 game. Yep. 
And uh, is that about average? By sixty-five. That's about the yeah. you get the you uh, get the collector's, collector's editions. editions. Yeah, okay. Sure. Well, regardless of silver and special and whatever. Yeah. So about sixty-five bucks. Yep. The fathers and the and and the gamers and everybody else were were shelling that out. And then so the next thing is that for example I'll use uh, Madden, which I didn't know there sure. were. Uh, you buy the whole Madden game. And instead of enjoying the game and progressing as you should and doing all the things you should and, and, and getting all the trophies and the awards and, and whatever. Pay to play. You're, you're paying you gotta, to play. You Microtransactions, they're, they're dollar to $10 to even more, <laughs> as you said, the collector's edition. Um, uh, now your game is heading towards... 100 bucks. Yeah. Nice yep. The century yeah. mark. And, and that's terrible. Easily. I agree. As a consumer and as a person who doesn't play a lot of games, doesn't have a lot of time, but do, I don't want to do that. Yeah. No. Why would like, you want to spend 50 bucks for a game that's not even complete? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and then you got to buy another game on top of that for the same price? Like mm-hmm. my, my prime example, or that one that grinded my gear the most, was um, Star Wars uh, Battlefield of Battlefront. Because, um, like, in our group text, all four of us purchased the game. And I bought the collector's edition where I got the Han Solo gun and extra uh, booster packs mm-hmm. for about 70 bucks, give or take. So I go and pick up the game uh, that night. And then the guy at GameStop's like, hey, do you want to get the season pass for right. 50 bucks? I'm right. like, are you, are you serious? There's more maps and stuff that you can I unlock. Just, I just purchased this game. I didn't get everything. He's like, like, I got the collector's edition. You didn't come with this? Yeah. He's like, no, man, I'm sorry. You had to buy the. So you would yeah. have been in $120. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you know what? Forget it. No, thanks. Yeah. I was so mad. No. So I went home. And the hardest part is, too, nowadays, when you get a new game, you have to wait at least 15, 20 minutes for it to install. Sure. Or download. Or update. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So we finally get the game going. We're all playing. And next you know, uh, little glitches here and there. And next you know, EA had to release like a couple of free It's like the game's maps. not finished, right? Yeah, the yeah. game's not finished. Again, it's yeah, like, right why would you release? You've released the game with glitches. And the thing that irked me the most was the way it was, um, the way it was advertised. Because the way advertised it was, oh, you know, play your friends, you know, play online. So we, we thought, okay, cool, it's an online game. But when we get to the core of the game, there's no main storyline. It's just literally just a game you, you paid for. Multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of shocked by that big time. I yeah. was thrown off. Now, am I correct that the the idea of microtransactions really spawned on the mobile in the mobile arena? Sure. Yes. I mean, it's all it's, you know, like yeah. there. Pokemon and all that whole. Sure. Thing. Ninety-nine cents for you know a visual upgrade or you know some more right. some more uh, points so you yep. can move or kind of like you know. um was it Marvel Champions of the Universe? It's a fighting game on there. Mm-hmm. You have, say, uh, you have like three or four energies you can use per fight. Yeah. Once that's all up, you have to, you have to wait physical time, you know, 24 and, hours yeah, to get points back. Or you can buy them. Or you can buy them yeah. for five bucks. Yeah. It's like, oh, if you want to proceed without this time frame that's imposed on you, go ahead and buy it. You know, that's okay. When they, pay to play. Whenever you see the term free to play, know that no, it's free it's to not. play yeah. until you need to get something. And then you have to until make you hit the wall. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Right. and then you're going to have to spend some money. Well, my vote which, is... Which, which I don't like, but most most mobile, you know, platforms are, are yeah. you know, sold on that purpose, yeah. you know? Well, and I'm sorry to see them, you know, come into the major, to the major, you know, the, the PS4 games and things like that. I, that. I'm against that. That's terrible. Because, I mean, you're $65 in. Yeah, they're expensive in. enough. Yeah, you've yeah. committed to the game. You don't need to do any further. That's why, that's why Call of Duty irks me. You know, you buy the full <laughs> game, same yes. thing. You need to get yes. the, the package deal so you can get all the extra maps. That's why I refuse to play Call of Duty or any Madden games. Right. 
Uh, those games have thrown me off because I know for a fact that all it is updated rosters and little shinier weapons. All you have to do is release update pack or release a update uh, a graphics disc package or something. Yeah, yeah, for like 30, 40 bucks, and you'll still make your money, but don't get too greedy. Well, and and you're still you spend all this money. And uh, uh, regardless of your skill level, you, you still get a knife in your ear from the weenie kid who does nothing but play this game. Exactly. You know, so, yeah. Um, well, here's one that, that uh, for a little bit older generation, not necessarily playing games, but uh, Amazon Echo and then Alexa. And we're going to actually have Alexa on. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna, do, we're, we're gonna gonna ask her some weird yeah questions. we're gonna ask her some questions yeah. and see about all of her updates. Uh, I enjoy her. I, I I think Echo is fan, is is a lot of fun. I don't know if it's beyond novelty yet, but uh, you can now. Well, you've always been. Well, you pretty much been able to order things on Amazon more to the point reorder. Like if you ordered a pair of socks, you can reorder that pair of socks just by telling Alexa, "Hey, order that that pair of socks." Well, now. Alexa can order beer. Nice. Yeah. Your very own delivery by drone, right? Your very own del- yeah, drone delivery of beer. Now, like, good Lord, <laughs> that's got to be against the law somehow. Uh, but uh, just uh, I, she's delivering beer. Now, I can't even begin to list off the number of things that I think are potentially a problem. Is there, any, <laughs> is there like an age verification for that? I, like have a no, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it is. We're going to have to ask her to deliver us beer during the podcast. Yes. See what happens. Yes. Yeah. We'll try, yep. uh, but uh, but Sam, to answer your question, I'm assuming they go back based on your Amazon account, sure, uh, and you verified your age in some way. But, but I then, don't know. But then That's again, any question. kid these days can watch their parents and figure out the password and jump right in. And no, you know. that's just problem number one. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and last in the tech area, uh, uh, folks, I I, I I just put this because I I grew up with Pong, and if anybody remembers the Pong box. And that was the first video game we played. It really was just a mindless uh, mobile kind of thing. But um, they've redone this. A company has redone this. And they actually did a Kickstarter program and a crowdfunded program. And it is a coffee table-sized mechanical magnetic Pong game. And I think, Adam, you described it correctly. It's like it's almost like a Roomba. A Roomba, which is on the this is like a little robot that cleans your house, right? And it just yeah. kind of moves around on the yeah. table. So yeah, it's interesting. So uh, is it um, is it digital? Is it a digital screen or is there actual like three D paddles? Uh, no, um, I'm not sure. I have to look. I'm not up. sure. Yeah. You know, we'll have to update that. But I, I I know the gameplay is the same. But I th- I believe it's a combination. I think it's a combination of hard and software. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just thought that was interesting. I think they're retailing for about three grand. Um, but uh, uh, it, uh, what a full circle. Sure. Pong. Yeah, right there yeah, on your coffee me? table, right? You know? Yeah. I'll look it up right now. See. Cool. Thank yeah. You. yeah. Thanks, Sam. Uh, uh, hey, movie biz. Uh, we love to talk about movies, uh, as you can tell. Um, and uh, just a couple of things happening I, I thought was interesting, were interesting. Uh, Woody Harrelson is going to play, they had his name as something different, but now he went on a talk show and leaked it out. I'm sure he was told to leak it. But uh, Woody is playing a character called Beckett in the upcoming solo Han, Han Solo, Solo film. Ba-dum-tsh. Yeah, so uh, uh, interesting bit of news there. Uh, Woody, Woody's a nut. So, all right, so for those that don't know, who's Beckett? I don't know do who's Beckett, know? yeah. 
Do we? Do we? Beckett. I don't. I, don't I have, have no name. idea. I would assume maybe it's. Uh, they described him as a as a criminal element. I imagine he's one of the guys in the original uh, Mos Eisley Cantina. Maybe the oh, yeah. the guy you know yeah. tells Luke you know don't look at him he doesn't like you. Right. Maybe that guy. Right. Somebody looked at right. him. Well, that's uh, I thought that was cool and I like Woody. Yeah, I, Woody's I, great. Yeah, True Detective. I saw him in that. <clears throat> it was outstanding. Um, I had this note on here. Brad Pitt uh, might still play Cable in um, the the character Cable sure. in Deadpool too, but I was I was corrected rather rather sternly. <laughs> well, not, not, not sternly. I'm just you just saying. Uh, I, I looked up on IMDb. I'm just kidding. Brad Pitt's out. We yeah. still don't know. Brad who Pitt is out. out so cable, cable is still available. Still up in the air. Still up in the air. Um, yeah. Um, one of them uh, a couple weeks ago, they were mentioning how they were trying to woo over um, Michael Shannon, who played General Zod. Right. They're looking at him to be Cable, yeah. or possibly. Which I don't like that either. Right. Or possibly uh, David Harbor, um, From? who played. Uh, Jim Hopper, the sheriff from Stranger Things. Okay. They're no, looking like at him. him. He seems to be built for it. For him, I feel like he has a build, and don't mean to sound rude, but like his forehead. His forehead <laughs> has that square lining yeah, in the sure. jaw yeah, yeah. that matches like the Jim Lee's version mm-hmm. of Cable. Just give him a buzz cut, and we're good to go. Right. I right. think. I kind of well, like him. He's go. got that kind of gruff, uh, you know, exterior. You can, yeah. can pull that off. Definitely. I, I like yeah. him better than any of the other choices they've said so far. Well, I like to personally pick. Vote for Kevin Nash because I think because he, he, he has the size, <laughs> sure. but I feel like he's gonna Kevin, tower Deadpool though. I feel like he might be too big, yeah, and, and <laughs> too old. Maybe I don't know. Well, Cable's actually he is in, he supposed in, to be in a couple guy? different timelines. He, he fluctuates. He can regenerate too. So in some he's really old, and in some he's mm-hmm. kind of younger. Okay. Well, and when when we're off the air, we're gonna have to discuss this this infatuation with Mr. Nash. <laughs> mm. I'm say he's a good he's a good wrestler. <laughs> okay. Was was a good wrestler. Uh, uh, thirdly. About movies, I, I saw an article um, regarding Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, it was uh, the, the quote, the article title was Rotten Tomato Ruining the Film Biz, uh, quote uh, by Brett Ratner, uh, <laughs> a, a, a fine director, sure. and, he's, and, and he's um uh, right in the game right now. He's not quite J.J. Abrams, but he's, he's in there. Um, I have to... Based on on the the small bit that I read, I have to um, agree. But I would have agreed uh, on any review, uh, current contemporary review site, uh, whether it's a TMZ or a Rotten Tomatoes or even you know IMDb stays away from reviews. They kind of just pull in RSS feeds of everything else. But uh, uh, because I don't think they're true. And and uh, they're agenda driven, and and financially driven. I'm sure. Sure, absolutely. You guys had mentioned in we, the pre-interview again yeah, uh, the really Marvel funny. DC thing. How there's just no balance whatsoever. No, we we have this conversation no. almost weekly in our group chat. Yeah. That uh, Rotten Tomatoes is is basically slamming DC any property DC has. Right, and except then, and for then, the uh, animated ones like uh, Lego Batman, Batman right? Lego Batman. Um, but then they actively like, you know, prop up Marvel. Easily. So, so, so they're Easily. degrading DC and they're propping up Marvel, and it seems to be this, um, I don't know. I feel like it's unbalanced by its scale. Very um, people, I'm, I'm looking something up here and see if I can. Pe- people think we're wrong on it, but uh, one of our friend Jose actually uh, jumped into the rabbit hole and did some background research <laughs> and uh, dug pretty deep to find out. Like who owns Rotten who, Tomatoes? Yeah, who right? owns Rotten yeah. Tomatoes and who's like the partners who's of Rotten Tomato? Okay. Yeah. You know, where's well, the money coming from? Are they intentionally banging DC so that Marvel stock rises? You know, are they? Yeah. Well, that's what uh, I mean. I mean, we try to be on on our podcast. We try to be. Um, you get our opinions, and they're unfiltered. Uh, they're we have no agenda. Uh, 
And I just don't feel that we're getting that from any of the, uh, the, the, the major review sites. I mean, the, you know, Siskel, the, the Roper Report and everything else, I don't know. I mean, you know, the, the, the Times, the Trib, Variety, I, I, I can't speak intelligently on what drives their reviews. I'm hoping it's, a, it's an actual, you know, uh, an, an intellectual viewpoint rather than something that's being paid for. Yeah. But, um, you know, Lord knows, we, we, we try to be as truthful for, as we can. For me, the one person I will kind of um, heed word or trust from time to time is definitely uh, IGN. IGN seem to be on, on point when it comes to, like, comic book movies, reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, I mean, they're all fanboys. They're all fellow nerds, too. So they judge with an open mind and they try to stay unbiased. Yeah. Like even though they love this certain property, they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's good because I love this property." No, they're gonna be like, "Well, like Power Rangers, you know, yeah. I, you know, I was nostalgic and you know, I liked the series, but you know, I, just, I can tell a bad yeah. movie when I watch it. Yeah, you know? the, but the trailer told yeah. me everything I need to know. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you can like down. a bad movie. Sure, sure. sure. I mean, know. it's it for entertainment value alone. It was, it was good. And, but you know, and by I, no means was it. A, my a my guilty pleasure movie, would you know? be uh, Hot Rod. But the first time I watched Hot Rod, it didn't make sense. But then watching it again, I was like, okay, I get the comedy. Uh, it's pretty funny. That was funny. a tough one for me. I, I, was yeah. t- I, I don't know. <laughs> but, another day, uh, on, t- another day on Hot Rod. When, okay. I, when I go to a film, I want uh, it's a, it's escapist. Sure. I, 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 you know, we our everyday lives deal with with enough stress. Yeah, with, with the, the sexism and and cancer and everything else. I want to see explosions and nudity and and Krispy Kreme and and, Krispy and donuts. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and Rosario <laughs> Dawson and Elizabeth Banks and yes. I don't. Want Wanna, you know, so That's Michael Bay, keep making movies. That's what I say. Um, <laughs> Stay away from my childhood properties. <laughs> lastly, in the movie uh, section, uh, we had um, uh, a, uh, a friend of mine, Ryan, um, uh, had mentioned that he was uh, uh, chick flicked. Is that, a, is that a thing? Chick flicked. I think chick flicked. I'm going to make it a thing. Like drawn into it. Yeah, you were drawn. He was he was drawn into it. this film, and he thought, "Oh man, I'm going to just hate. It's going to be shit. And it's going to be two hours of nothing." And guess what, folks? He loved Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Sure. Apparently, it's really good. It's uh, I heard apparently it was good. it's good it's scene for scene from yep. the yeah. original animated movie, which mm. I love because you know all the yeah. other remakes are trying to get too much in depth with these. You know, old stories. Just give me, just give me the shot for shot. Yeah, love it. Do you guys? Okay, and everybody else did too because I made. I, I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch Beauty and the Beast yet. But uh, how did you feel about Jungle Book when you watched that? I hated I, it. I thought the, 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 the CG was on point. The CG was amazing, <laughs> really especially good. the orangutan. Yeah. Um, you mean Christopher Walken? I, I guess I wasn't a big fan of Jungle Book growing up, but uh-huh. the, but the movie was really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to the Lion King remake yeah. because they have that kind of, kind of the same CG. Plus, James Earl Jones stuff. casted already, yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. But uh, okay, here's some trivia uh, for everybody listening. I'm gonna I'm gonna trivia have, trivia uh, old man trivia. I think we need to have a trivia section. Who by the was way. who that. was um, the candlestick? In the who was the voice of the candlestick in Beauty and the Beast? In the animated one. In the animated one. Um, John Cleese. No. Shit. Um, Lumiere is, by the way, is the character's name Lumiere, a French candlestick. And the person who did him is absolutely 100% not French. Right. (laughs) He is no longer living. And he was a former original star of Law and Order. Hmm. I am stumped on this one. I'm not going to take too much time. But yeah. uh, what do you think, Sam? You got an answer? What do we need the Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Is he the um? Oh no, that guy's still alive. The weird guy with glasses on Law and Order. 
the, the skinny, scrawny guy. No. But he, he's still alive. No. He doesn't count. He, his character in Law & Order was Lenny Briscoe. I never watched No. What's the name? A wonderful Broadway uh, stage actor as well as a TV actor. His name was Jerry Orbach. Okay. Nice. This, I is, for you, this is for you, Mom. <laughs> she knows Useless movie knowledge. <laughs> All right. Well, guess what? It's time for Area 52. A couple of things that we try to pick out for Las Vegas, for people who love Las Vegas. We love Las Vegas. Some random facts. Yeah, random facts. We we know these things, or sometimes we do. Uh, um, Honestly, um, I didn't know the first one I'm going to tell you about. Most of the Las Vegas Strip is technically outside the Las Vegas city limits. Meaning all those casinos, mm-hmm. not even in Las Vegas. That's right. That we always refer technically. To, technically. So, technically, where is that? Technically, I believe they're referred to as Clark County. A, they are on county land, okay. not city land. So they're not in the Twilight Zone? They're, no, no. <laughs> no, it's not the Bermuda Cause, Strip. Because it would explain <laughs> the weirdness. It would yeah. explain all the chaotic Some stuff going on going this week. Yeah, although it's all the weed. Um, But uh, yeah, very interesting. I didn't quite, I didn't know that. I had heard something like that, but I didn't know that. Now, secondly, uh, now this is something, if you look it up, it's it's actually amazing if you think about it. We, of course, had the Nevada nuclear testing site. It's actually still there. Um, And back in the day, back in the the heyday, uh, during uh, Binion's Horseshoe and the Desert Inn, and the Rat Pack, and all those times, people would be able to, from the hotel, from their uh, several of the pool areas, able to sit there, have a cocktail, and watch the mushroom clouds. Sure. Wouldn't that be cool? I would totally no. do that. No. The cancer wouldn't be cool later on. Uh, you know, I don't know how, how much it drifted, <laughs> but, but I, I find that to be an amazing scene. It, it would be that crazy, crazy to watch, you know? To, yeah, they so have sure. a, knock back a few while watching a mushroom while cloud. Watching, yeah. what, and a it, nuclear explosion. And, of course, you know, our knowledge of, of, uh, of nuclear fusion and fission uh, was nowhere near what it is today. But, um, uh, yeah, wow. I can't imagine that. If, if I learned anything from uh, Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull, is have to jump in a fridge and close the Any door. Any plain fridge. That's, That's good. Right. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. And, and I'll survive that. Well, it used to be. Used Hollywood to, magic. used to be, uh, if you see old, um, uh, uh, like, uh, um, POS uh, advertisements, and they, uh, it would be uh, a duck and cover. That was that was the response. Oh, Doc yes. Doc and cover. You you see these old films, not POS, uh, uh, public service amounts, PSAs. Yeah. PSAs. Um, I knew where you were at. And, uh, and you would see these kids diving into their desk. Yes. A wooden desk. In case know. of a nuclear explosion. Yeah. Well, not only that, <laughs> but help. for uh, mm-hmm. tornadoes, hurricanes, sure. and tropical storms. Because I was born and raised in Florida. Your save you. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to jump under my desk. But mm-hmm. here's the problem. When I was a kid, I was bigger than all the other kids. You couldn't get under the desk. So I couldn't... I don't fit under my freaking desk. <laughs> so... Every teacher, every um, since first grade, every teacher I met, they they would tell me, yeah, what's we'll, we'll, we'll trade desk. Oh. So you hop under the teacher's desk, and the teacher will hop under your desk. Perfect. Wow. Which is hilarious, because every time there was a hurricane or yeah. fire drill, mm-hmm. or not fire drill, because you have to exit the building, but for the hurricane drill, mm-hmm. I look at a teacher, and she knew she would have to- she give you the nod. Yeah. She'd have to come over my desk, hop under my desk, have to hop under her desk. And you hear my head thud because I'm too damn big. And I was like, dang it. If this ever happened, I'm not going to make it, obviously. 
I have to find something bigger to hide under. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so uh, um, there's actually a museum that's dedicated to the nuclear um, testing site, which actually has really cool information about like all that time period. Uh, yeah. I had a, a little field trip there when I was nice. still in college. It was pretty nice. cool. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah, okay. real cheap to get in. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's is, a cool it, is there a Krispy Kreme inside of it or next to it? Uh, definitely next to it. Okay. okay. Next to Starbucks. Uh, folks, you're wondering why I'm dropping Krispy Kreme so much because I'm reenacting <laughs> Power Rangers. That's what you <laughs> Well, we'd, we'd like some donuts, eh? Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, so, guys, if you ever have any questions about Area 52 or anything with throughout the um, the podcast, please feel free, and we'll do as much research as we can. Um, uh, like I said, we love Las Vegas, and we love to share it. Um, uh, we love to talk about everything that's involved with, uh, as well as the, the rest of what's happening in the uh the tech and movies and all the fun stuff. Uh, we'll let all the uh, serious stuff uh, be left to uh, Bill Maher and and uh, John Stewart and everybody. The bigger else. brains. That's right. We're, we'll stick with uh, Floyd and Weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Floyd's to, coming to town. To be fair, uh, I do miss John Stewart and his Daily Show. Uh, John's Man, the best. John's he, the best. He hits it on the head perfectly. Yeah, I saw him recently on a. I believe it was a podcast. It was Chicago, uh, University of Chicago, and he was on stage and. Uh, um, he's he's absolutely razor sharp still. Oh, uh, definitely. And, and he, I hope he never gets involved in politics other than what he does. Than, so. Well, from time to time it, when yeah. he shows up on yeah. Colbert, it's amazing because oh, that chemistry ah, is still yeah. there. When he yeah, was Stephen Colbert, good. it's oh, yeah. it's just so so good. So yeah. keep up the uh, mystery and the good work, John. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much uh, to everyone for listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes. Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch our show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please, if you get a chance, hit those download buttons, hit the like buttons, and hit that subscribe button. We, uh, we do appreciate that so much. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed, and talent is out. Peace out. Have a good weekend. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.